2019, of course, we are brothers. Draft review. It's the start of a new season. We got a special guest, my my co-host as always, Spence. How are you, brother? Spence. Spence is here. Spence is ready. Spence was born ready. Enough said, Curtis. Let's jump in it. All right, and our special guest. It is an honor and a privilege to welcome back the man himself, the defending champ, Poppy. How are you? Hey guys, happy to be here. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Love it. <laughs> All right, so plan for this episode. Uh, we're not going to do any mashup breakdowns. Um, we will, in, in an effort to save everyone's time, we're just going to review the teams. Uh, so we asked everyone to send in their rankings. Uh, not everyone did that. We had a total of seven people submit rankings. So not bad. More than half the league. Um, it's better than last year. I think we only got like mine. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I added everybody's up. Um, averaged it out and then based on the average we'll go 12 to 1 uh, we'll try to spend uh, each person a minute on each team so three minutes total so hopefully we'll, we'll be out of here in 45 minutes uh, but let's jump into it so starting number 12 uh, almost a unanimous choice <laughs> Old Lightning, he's back. I'm back to defend my crown as the worst team in the league. Uh, any comments before I, I jump in and defend myself here, guys? No, I got to hear what you got to say first, man. Um, I, I really have to hear the logic behind the entire draft. My pleasure. All right, so... I'm actually a little – well, I understand why people uh, are so down on my team, but I think it's people thinking about it the wrong way. So, if you look at the starting lineup, uh, first-round first pick, I got Christian McCaffrey. So, Great pick. one of the top four running backs. So, on any given week, I am at an advantage with my RB1. Uh, next up, in the second round, I took – George Kittle, who uh, probably other than Kelsey is one of the best tight ends in the league. So, again, at another position, I'm going to have an advantage every single week. Um, right. I, I think Kelsey has the ability to – or, sorry, I think Kittle has the ability to repeat that year, if not improve on it, with Jimmy G coming back. Also, they added some receivers, but I don't know if any of them are going to be good. So, um, it, it's lining up for another great season. So – Pretty three pretty unfortunate breaks with Andrew Luck retiring. Uh, that you, there's no way around it. That hurts T.Y. Hilton. I think there's a conversation about how much it hurts him with Jacoby Brissett. Um, then McCoy signing with the Chiefs hurts Darwin Thompson's ability. You know, I think he wouldn't have obviously wouldn't have been a starting running back, but probably could have got you know ten touches a game, which I think is decent to have an your RB2 as that person in that offense. 
would have been okay. Don't have that anymore. Um, and then to go from the reports of Zeke holding out for six games, um, so six games of Tony Pollard all the way down to zero games now that Zeke's in. So that sucks. Those three things are a killer. Um, moving forward, I think I think other people look at my receivers and think they are not good. I think they're awesome. I think uh, Tyler Boyd, Christian Kirk, DJ Moore, and T.Y. Hilton all have the ability to, at the end of the year, be top 24 receivers. Uh, what about Sammy Watkins? So, Sammy Watkins, honestly, I, I had no intention of taking him um, coming into the draft. Where you got him, I get that. Yeah, where I got him, the only, the only player I had ranked near him would have been Curtis Samuel, but I already have McCaffrey and already had DJ Moore, so I just didn't want to go that all in. Um, looking back on it, the only other person I would have considered taking is Latavius Murray, but then uh, there, the way I looked at it, there was a huge cliff in terms of receivers at that point. So there would not have been a receiver coming back to me that I would have wanted. Um, so that's why I took Sammy Watkins there. He's also – he's the, the second receiver in the best offense in the league. So if he stays healthy, I really don't think it's that bad of a pick. But I get he never stays healthy, so I understand people's downside. So then to bring it home, Kyler Murray. So I'm all in on Arizona's offense. I think the team itself may not be that great. In fact, they may have one of the worst records in the league. But – they are just going to chuck it. They're, so the reports coming out of Arizona, uh, they – so last year the Ravens led the league at 70 plays a game. Um, so when you average that out, that's uh, 1,120 plays a game. David Johnson said their goal is to play 90 plays a game, which if you do the math, that's – over the course of the year, that's 1,400 plays. So that's basically four extra games of stats you're going to be getting. And that may be overshooting it, but even if you drop down to 80 plays a game, which is uh, – it'd be 160 more plays. So now you're coming down at like one and a half to two extra games of plays. Kyler Murray is a combination of Lamar Jackson running and Baker Mayfield throwing. I, I guess my hot take for the year – not only will he be QB1, he will be QB1 of all time. He's going to break the, the record that Patrick Mahomes set last year. I think his, the floor he puts up, the man beat Andy Isabella in a race. Andy Isabella ran a 4-3-40. The guy is fast as fuck and extremely accurate in an offense that wants to throw the ball. Larry Fitzgerald said in training camp, they have been snapping it with 25 seconds left in each play clock. Combine that pace that they're going to be playing with with the fact that they have probably the worst defense in the league and they play the 49ers, the Rams, and the Seahawks, which are all going to be high-scoring teams. Mix that in. It is a recipe for fantasy success. So whether it's Chase Edmonds, you know, getting 10 to 15 touches a game as my RB2 because – David Johnson can't stay on the field for 90 plays. It's – I'm all in. If it doesn't work, whatever. I come in last place, I think it's going to work. That's all I got. Fair enough. Um, if, if you're sold on at, at Arizona's offense, then 
if you're sold on Arizona's offense, then I, I guess there's a lot of upsides to your team with Christian Kirk and Calamari. I, I think it's going to be the exact opposite. I think it's going to be the exact opposite. Um, I think they're going to be bad, and I think this Cliff, Cliff Kingsbury experiment is going to fall flat on its face. You can't compare a running, a run-heavy offense like the Ravens and how they ran plays because when you run that many plays in your run-heavy offense, I think that takes a toll on the defense because you're banging up, smashing every single play. But these guys want to dink and dump like it's a college and try to outtire the defense, and I don't see that working at this level of the NFL. It it doesn't it doesn't translate. Chip, Chip, Chip Kelly tried to do it, it didn't work. I think that the best offense is. Even even in a hurry-up pace, running a lot of, of offense, especially when you're going to throw the ball with, with your quarterback being Kyler Murray, I think that you it has to be methodical and strategic, strategic when you want to run that hurry-up offense because these are professionals. They're, they train just as hard as you to keep up with those plays. So I'm, I'm very low on the Cardinals' offense. I was looking at them in the preseason. I was not impressed with Kyler Murray the same way I I was impressed with Baker Mayfield uh, in the preseason on the very early season last year. Um, he just doesn't have that it factor that that Baker had. He's 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 got to say he's he's accurate, but like I, I've seen tons of wildly inaccurate throws throughout the entire preseason, and you're not even going up against people's top efforts. So if you say like people, oh, they want they don't want to show their whole scheme, that's bullshit because this is a new scheme, and they need to work on that. They need to work on that in game game type situations. I think that brings them a, a, a step back. I, I'm I'm really low on the offense. Um, just looking at the rest of your team. I like Tyler Boyd. I like Christian McCaffrey. I like George Kittle. I like DJ Moore. I, th- I think the Sammy Watkins, I think Sammy Watkins is terrible. Um, you don't lose Andrew Luck. I think your team's a little bit, uh, you're better because you can put Sammy T.Y. Hilton instead of Sammy Watkins. And I think like you said before, when you take a, a, a tight end so early, it kind of throws it off later on because I wouldn't have taken Christian Kirk because I'm not a big fan of the offense, but I think you, you have I say you replace Christian Kirk with T.Y. Hilton. You could have got a better running back that you could have had starting there instead of trying to pick up with these players that they might have upside when the starter leaves or gets injured, but that's a lot to hope for. Yeah. Uh, overall, my thought process is Kirk – or sorry, uh, McCaffrey, Kittle, and Murray will dominate at these positions so bad uh, it won't make a difference, but – Drama's right. It's a lot of time. Uh, Here, I'll keep it short and sweet for you. I think looking at your bench, it'll look different. Uh, Drama, you're you're breaking. <laughs> you're breaking up pretty bad, man. You're breaking up pretty bad, Java. <laughs> oh man, that Atlanta, that Florida internet, man. They got a long way to go. <laughs> it's it's the hurricane, man. It, it it throws out the the game. The last time he guessed, the last time he guessed appeared, he it was a hurricane, wasn't it? I can't. I guess so. I don't know. <laughs> I thought hurricane season was over. Can you can you hear us, Trauma? All right. All right. We'll just keep going. Maybe he'll chime back in. Yeah. At some point. Um. All right. On to. The other team, the team people voted in as number 11, Le'Veon Lavina Loca. <laughs> You're not going to like that, Kurt. You're not going to like that one bit. Yeah. And uh, 
I got to say, it's not, I had them ranked a little bit higher, but hey, the people, uh, you know, the people want what they want. So uh, what do you think of this team? Um, I think I had them rank a little bit higher, maybe 10th, I want to say, maybe 9th. I'm not sure. I forget. Um, but let me let me just say this before I get into his team. I, I think a lot of the teams drafted well, you know, because like right now it's all speculation. I think yeah. that, you know, us drafting people who we are guys versus people who we think have upside. None of that will be answered until the season opens. So I think like everybody did their homework. Everybody came in ready to go. But here's my problem with his team. <laughs> Antonio Brown and I, I love the Le'Veon Bell pick. I think Le'Veon's going to eat. But Antonio Brown and Devontae Freeman, Antonio Brown and his crazy ass in Oakland, I don't think you get the same production out of him that you get uh-uh, in Pittsburgh. No way. It's clear. I think he should have been a third round pick. There's a lot better, more players that I like more than Antonio Brown this year. And Devontae Freeman coming back with that, an injury-prone older back. Older in the sense of the running back thought process. He's, he's over the hill as far as I'm concerned. He got, it, he got a big deal, and he got injured after that. As far as I'm concerned, that, that's pretty much all a running back can do. Now it's time to go back into the draft and try to find somebody or have a running back by committee. But as far as him being your third-round back, he's, I, don't, I don't think he'll be able to do that to where he did a couple years ago when he was a, a, a early second round, late second round type running back. Um, looking at everybody else, he just has a lot of just unsexy players. Uh, yeah, that's a perfect word for it. It's the least sexy team ever. Yeah. Kenny Galladay, I, I don't believe in that, that line's offense. Eric Ebron is not going to be as good without luck. Mark Ingram over the hill running back, which will probably be in an RBBC, which includes Lamar Jackson. The best pick I think he had was D.D. Westbrook. Um, you go down on his bench, Manuel Sanders, he tore an ACA. I mean, he tore his Achilles. That can happen again at any time. Larry Fitzgerald, I know what happened with that last year. And if you're going to put your money in Matt Breida and Giovanni Bernard and Ty Montgomery, good luck. Good luck. I mean, like I said, these are all speculations up until the season starts. But if we're looking at everybody else and comparing it, I think he's right where he deserves to be. Yeah, I, I think a lot of the picks are – they're safe picks. You're, you're, playing, you're playing for sixth place. Like, I just – I don't see the um, – I, I just don't – I don't see the, the, the chance to run away with the league um, or really put together a dominant team here. Um, a lot of these guys are at the end of their career or they're at a point in their career where we kind of already know what they are. Um, or, you know, like you said, Kenny Holloway, a run first team. Um, so I don't know. I, I just, it doesn't, uh, it doesn't get me excited, but I do like some of the late picks. I like DD late. I like, uh, Matt Breida late. I think those guys could end up starting for him. Uh, Antonio Brown will be, I'm really interested to see what he does. Uh, yeah. I don't think he's going to be anywhere near as good. Um, I don't even know. I think it might be hard for him to get to a thousand yards. Uh, well, so we'll see what happens. Okay. All right. So who's uh, the next team? Next up, number ten. Uh, so all of these rankings were submitted before this morning. So the Bear Jew. Mm. Uh, Things I think are going to look a bit different now that Zeke is back uh, fully in, but uh, pretty much everyone had him in the bottom six. Uh, he was really hurt by the Damian Williams 
pick uh, and then McCoy coming back. So, well, actually, what do you think of, of that? Well, how do you think the Kansas City backfield is going to play out? I uh, had a long, had a lot of conversations with Suggs about this this weekend because he wouldn't shut the fuck up about it. <laughs> um, but I think that they'll have LaShawn McCoy and they'll grind him out later on in the year because he's a piece that I think can put them over the top. I think if I think if the Chiefs have Kareem Hunt last year, I think they beat the Patriots. But and I don't think Shady can equal Kareem Hunt throughout the entire year but I think if you use him in a small spurt he can give you enough to give to what Kareem Hunt was going to give you last year and Damian Williams and Darwin Thompson Damian Williams got on hot last year but again like do you want to test such a small guy giving him the bell cow low throughout the entire year I, I personally don't think so so I think it's really going to be an RBBC and week in week out we're not going to know who the running back to start is and I, that's just my honest opinion, which is why I was so happy that he took Damian Williams coming back because that was one of my players to avoid because he's getting a lot of hype off such a small, small sample. Then bringing in McCoy looks even worse. Yeah, it's – I agree with a lot of that. I think we're going to have no idea um, with the Kansas City backfield. His team – he started off pretty running back heavy uh, mm-hmm. going – Let's see. I like the Aaron Jones pick. I think Aaron Jones is going to be free this year. Yeah, and then I guess Aaron Jones in the third. Um, so to have Godwin as your RB1 uh, – or sorry, as your wide receiver one, Josh Gordon as your wide receiver two, who knows, man. Whew, that's uh, putting a lot of faith in their potential. So mm-hmm. God, mm-hmm. God, Godwin, I've never – I can't remember a player as universally loved uh, coming into a season as everyone is on Godwin. Any site, uh, any analyst, no matter who it is, their like breakout player this year is Godwin. So, yeah. Normally, when that many people are on something, it it doesn't work that well. But who knows? <laughs> You're right, right, and it's 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 a lot of hype, and it's only because of Bruce Arian. But I mean, like if you if you rewind to these people that these slot receivers that Bruce Arian has made good, they've also had a stud quarterback. Yeah. Andrew Luck, Carson went. I'm sorry, Carson Palmer during that time when he he revived Fitz's career. Big Ben. Was, yeah, Big Ben when uh who was that? Heinz Ward or or uh yeah, I think maybe and uh Emmanuel Sanders early in his career, possibly. Yeah, so all all these all these quarterbacks are arguably Hall of Fame quarterbacks at the end of their career. Luck, a different situation, obviously. But you, you're going to compare that to Janus Winston? <laughs> yeah, I, I'm i excited to see how that goes. I mean, I he was on my draft list, but, like, I'm kind of glad I didn't get put in that position to where I had to choose between him and somebody else. Yeah, I – especially where he was going um, in the fourth round, I think – I don't have the draft board in front of me, but, like, I took – Tyler Boyd, Boyd a couple picks later. I think you took Tyler Lockett, right? Yeah. That, yep. That's around. Uh, yeah, those guys who, who are for sure their team's wide receiver ones, I think is a safer play later on. Um, well, safer and also more upside. So, uh, yeah, we will see. Um, but if Damian Williams is, you know – if all these guys live up to it, that's the thing about running backs. Like if Zeke kills it and Damian Williams kills it and Aaron Jones kill it, then, I mean, he could have the best team in the league. So uh, who knows? 
Um, all right. Number nine up from last year in his sophomore season. The man has, has messaged me privately and he's, de- <laughs> he's demanding respect. A Rob, a Rob 12 elite LLC. Uh, it's Bill himself from the one spot. So he had him and AJ traded the picks. So he started Saquon. He grabbed Julio at 14, I think. And then he came back and got on Johnson at 301. So Spence, what did you think of his squad? First three picks. I mean, like the night of the draft, you try to say like, oh, there's not much difference between Keenan Allen and Julio Jones. Stop it. Uh, yeah, huge difference. Huge fucking difference. As far as availability, as far as numbers, as far – and that's without the touchdowns. Okay, like we keep saying, like, he's, he's bound to break out. He's bound to break out. He had five in the last eight games last year. And he, without those, he's putting up historically good numbers. He should be – the only reason he's not ahead the number one wide receiver is because of the touchdowns. But, I mean, like, I, I really think that this is the year doing some, like – very deep conspiracy theorist trekking three games outside for Matt Ryan. I think fucking Julio eats. Yeah. And so like everyone in that, that division, that division is just going to be every game is going to be 40 to 40 or higher. Yeah. So you couple that with Saquon, that's a big fucking deal. And I think that I'm also glad that he took carry on Johnson as well, because I was very high on carry on Johnson um, until I got some, podcast got in my head and I, I talked myself out of it but I'm glad he took him anyway because I, I wanted to take him in the third so those three picks I think are very good uh, he fell off a little bit as far as ADP but if Allen Robinson is your guy Allen Robinson is your guy and they the the numbers last year in that offense it was a, it was a, they moved the ball I think another year with him and Trubisky in the offseason takes him up yeah. I had I had built a lot higher ranked than everybody else and I do think that Evan Ingram's going to fucking eat this year, dude. So from Carson Wentz down to your tight end, his two weaknesses already flex. I, I give the, the weak-ass flexes. But honestly, everybody has questionable flexes at this point. Everybody, yeah. everybody, everybody, everybody's flexes are like, all right, he was good this year, but is he going to good this year? This guy has put, uh, great upside ability this year, so this is going to be his breakout year. It's all speculation bullshit. But as far as like his top-tier people – I'm sold on him. So I, I had him ranked – I had him ranked number two overall. <laughs> yeah, I had him uh, – let me see. I had him at five. Um, so – and there's seven people voted total, so that means the other five people, I guess, all had – either had him at 10, 11, or 12. So that's kind of where it happened. Um, yeah, the only the only spot I don't like is in the lineup is Corey Davis. Other than that, like, Kenny on Drake, say what you will, he's a starting running back. So yep. – um, I don't know. Um, it's it's crazy how people how people rate people based off of how they would have drafted. Like as soon as you draft somebody that they wouldn't have drafted, then it's all of a sudden your team sucks. Your team sucks. Your team sucks. Like, okay, bro, take a take a step back and look at the top three for a minute because those those are three very good picks: Saquon, Julio, and Carry On. So I don't know, man. We'll see. Yep. All right, pulling up the next four. So, um, and this, this just the way the rankings are done, it's averages. So, this next, uh, basically from eight 
to four is all bunched in pretty tight. It's uh, without giving it away, it's 6.8 to 5.6 are these next couple teams. So um, just depending on where somebody voted for you, it could swing either way. So it's basically, I would think of from here to four. So from eight to four, think of that as one tier uh, for these teams. So number eight. At the other side of the bill trade, upside, AJ. So AJ started with roll the dice with Odell Beckham Jr. Came back in the second round with Keenan Allen um, and then had to wait all the way back to the third round where it looks like he took either Derrick Henry or Marlon Mack. Actually, I'm not sure. Derrick Henry, Marlon Mack, and also Brandon Cook. So I, I, those are all pretty good picks. So I have no idea who we took in the third, fourth, et cetera. Um, but what do you think? You let me – I've, I've been talking a lot, Kurt. I want, I want to hear your opinion first this time. So the, I like Keenan Allen a lot. The thing that scares me with that is the guy had ankle surgery in August. Um, I People say it's minor, and they say that I'll be fine, but I learned the hard way that – Coming into the, the season injured means you will spend the entire season injured, which just sucks. Like, all it takes is one hit, one roll in your ankle the wrong way, and then, you know, you're out of your second-round pick. Um, so that's why I stayed away from something like that. The, the upside of, uh, pun intended, of Baker Mayfield and Odell Beckham Jr. is truly intoxicating. I mean, you got a guy who I, I think – Odell Beckham is the best receiver in the league in terms of talent and has been that way for a while. Um, combined with Baker Mayfield, who is really good with a offense that wants to throw the ball. So they have um, – they got the coordinator from uh, Tampa last year who actually – this guy wants to run an offense similar to what they're going to do in Arizona. So they're both like air raid principles. So you get a lot of three receivers, a lot of four receivers – a lot of like crossing routes and then deep on the outside. So um, there, I, I think there is no ceiling for, for Odell. I am just not a Derrick Henry guy. If I have a brand, he is the opposite of it. Big, lumbering. Um, I think last year, with the exception of those last four games, Deion Lewis was out rushing him and out carrying him. So – I get the four games and I, I get the potential there, but new coordinator and who knows, I just think Tennessee's not very good. Like I don't want I don't want players on an offense that I don't think is gonna be good. Um I think Marlon Mack is hurt by the Andrew Luck in, injury more than anyone on that offense. Uh, because I think Jacoby Brissett, like they're still gonna throw the ball. It may not be as good as Andrew Luck, but the receivers are still going to get a similar volume, I think. Um, whereas I think Marlon Mack plays into the game script of being a winning team, which with Jacoby Brissett, they may not be a winning team anymore, which means I think we're going to see it, more Naheen Hines situations than Marlon Mack situations. So that's where I worry about him. Uh, I like Brandon Cooks. I like the whole Rams offense. I think he can improve from last year. Latavius Murray is someone I – I don't know. Um, if he gets the Mark Ingram role, then that's a nice piece to have, but who knows if he'll have that. Uh, the He took Tariq Cohen. That's, that whole Bears backfield was a stay away from me. So uh, 
I had AJ uh, a little right around this actually. Um, I, so this lines up with with where I had him, uh, mainly because I don't like Henry and I don't like Cohen, but the rest of his team I think is good. Yeah, um, and and by you said with the averages, that goes back to to me saying like I think everybody did their homework. Everybody had a decent draft, and up until like we see it on paper, um, it, it's all speculation, but. I, I pretty much agree with you. Um, only thing about trash, the- trash, 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 <laughs> trash, trash, trash. All right, he's back. <laughs> Drama is back. Um, looking at where he took Henry, though, I feel like that was that was one of those situations where I didn't want to get stuck in because you kind of had to take him right there, right? I mean, like, do you take Miles Sanders or Lamar Miller? I mean, you see what happened with that Lamar Miller pick. And then at that point, you're reaching for players like James Washington and or who, who was taking the next round after Henry. See, so then you got, like – Derrick Henry's Westbrook. so game script dependent, though, and they have to yeah. score points in order to keep giving him the ball. And yeah. they don't have a quarterback. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's, there's other players you could have reached on. Um, I, I do think a, a, Albert is a big ADP guy. So him reaching on some players that were taking it around after would have been a little tough for him. I don't like the Cohen pick, like you said. That I would have took like uh, I would have took a lot of players that that were taken after him. Um, but hey, we'll we'll find out when it all starts off. But I'm I'm really high on Montgomery this year, so yeah. that's why I think that uh, I think it's I, I, I didn't like the Cohen pick. Yeah. Um, but as far as like where I had him ranked, I had him ranked at eight exactly. Um, and I, and I think a lot of those teams are, like you said, like one-offs, you know? Yep. All right. Uh, so drama, we just did number eight, uh, was AJ. Um, and so moving on to number seven is Nashji. Uh, so he started off running back, running back, James Conner, Joe Mixon. Uh, he had what, what I think is probably the, the point in the draft, which I was truly shocked or the most shocked and surprised where not only where a player was taken, but also by who it was taken uh, when he took Austin Eckler. And I think the sixth round mm-hmm. um, it like well, one, cause I wanted to draft him either that round or the next round. Cause I, that would have been a nice RB two for me. Um, but, and the fact that he like, I, I don't know, it was really, I was shocked at that point. Um, but what do you yeah, guys – He cut Timmy good. He looked at him right in his eye. When <laughs> yeah. What do you guys think of Nash's team? Let's see the champ. Uh, quarterback doesn't really matter. <laughs> Receivers are okay. Cooper's uh, foot injury is a little concerning. I like Jake, but that's just because he's with Bobby's angel once in forever, but that's all I got. Yeah, again, this is a really solid team. Um, mm-hmm. Spence, you have, what do you have to Yeah, add? I don't hate it. Yeah, I uh, I, I, I like the James Conner pick. It's, Whoever it's the Steelers. Solid, there's not a lot of upside. Whoever the Steelers running back is, they're going to eat. Um, I don't like this – uh, Joe Mixon always makes me feel weird because, like, I just never feel like he'll ever play up to his full potential. And then, like, with the Giovanni Bernard pl- thing as well, um, he's, he's going to lose key touchdowns, I think, and key catches here and there. So that, like, that's why I'm never just really too high on Joe Mixon, no matter how talented he is. Um, I 
Amari Cooper, he's got plantar fasciitis or whatever is going on in his foot. I think it's tough to play with, so I don't know. Very high on Cooper Cup. I was a little pissed he took him from me. Um, or, or he took him a little bit earlier than I expected. Uh, but, I mean, like, I, I guess we got to wait for A.J. Green to come back. I'm not high on Austin Eckler because I don't think he's – I think he's good in spurts. Like, when he comes in for Gordon, I don't think he'll be able to carry the load as the number one running back. I'm not I'm not sold on that. Um, but, yeah, every, everything else is just a solid team, just nothing – Nothing too. Jared Cook is a tight end. He'll get you some numbers here and there. Geronimo Allison is is an injury away from being the number one on that team. And you always want Packers players because I think they're going to move the ball this year. But uh, yeah, it's just not not the sexiest again. Um, a lot of a lot of things to be to be answered come Thursday. Yeah, I will say if if Cooper turns out to be healthy. And Cup turns out to be healthy. Nash's team could be really good yeah. um, to start running back, running back, and then I think Cup and Cooper have like top ten receiver ability. Um, mm-hmm. So if that if everything breaks right for him, and then he gets AJ Green back, whenever uh, this could be a very good team. Yeah, and so the Cooper Cup, the the Amari Cooper and Cooper Cup situation. So like, I feel like they're two different situations. Cooper Cup coming off an injury all year last year or had the year last year, I think that's different from that Keenan Allen or Amari Cooper, the way they're coming in with an injury because a I think that's going yeah. to be lingering all year. You don't get injured, you stay injured. Like it's, if they have something happen week six, it didn't happen week six, it happened in the offseason and it just never went away. All right, uh, moving on. We are we are in the top six. These are what the people have projected to make the playoffs. Uh, number six, grit. Ooh, gritty, gritty. Spence, I'm, I'm, the floor is yours. Well, let me just start off by saying, Kurt, I have myself in the top three. And... Part of that is only because I had to give some respect to the champ. So that's the only why I'm not in the top two. But my team is stacked, Kurt. I mean, like you look at Alvin Kamara and the efficiency. I read an article on weighted opportunities. Uh, Alvin Kamara is so efficient. And you guys want to keep saying he's going to have a regression. He's going to come back down to earth. That's just not AK style. He lives yeah, above the efficiency. He lives above the efficiency level. You guys call it the influence. I call it the efficiency level. I am so shocked that Kelsey made it back to me. And at that point, Same. Where, I, where I got him, I'm almost ashamed to show people this because Kelsey should have gone in the beginning of the second round. That's I would have I taken Kelsey at the 12-13 turn. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Um, I got my guy feeling. I was – I wanted – I was – teetering between him and Aaron Jones. I think at that point, if I if his feelings there, he's a top tour wide receiver. I gotta take him. Very high on Tyler Lockett, very high on Sonny Michelle. Everything after Watson, Samuel, Kiki Gukuti, Valdez Scantling, Deion Lewis, those are, you know, those those are long shots. But those are also in my flex. And I think that my top tier guys, especially with probably the number one running back, the number one tight end, and a top twelve receiver, I'm good to go. And don't Deshaun Watson, everybody's hating on the Texans for what they've been doing in the past couple of weeks. They're getting players for now. They're protecting him now. 
So I like that even more for Deshaun Watson, being able to get some time set up back there. I'm, I'm really high on my team. If Curtis Samuel has anything other than an, any type of decent year, watch out. Yeah. Um, what, uh, what was your thought process on the top three picks? Uh, how would you have handled that? What do you mean? Uh, so, so I struggled with, with CMC versus Kamara. Like I, I really, really oh, uh, did. Top three. I was, yeah. I was going to take whoever was uh, left to me. So Saquon, CMC, or, or Kamara, I was taking what was left to me. Um, I was never – I guess Zeke is the guy, but I want a guy I, – I like I, Zeke, Zeke is probably the best running back in the NFL. But he's the best running back in the NFL based off his history. So I want a guy that I think is the best running back in the NFL based off what they can still produce. And I, I think Zeke is still going to be a top-tier running back, but I think we saw his ceiling his rookie year. I mean, that's it was a great it was a great season, but that's as good as you can get. He also so, wasn't he wasn't in camp, and at the time we didn't know when he was going to be back. Yeah, yeah, I, I always thought he was coming back, but just because he had two years left, like it, it's a different situation than what Le'Veon had. Um, Le'Veon tried that shit and it failed miserably. So, while hypothetically I said that I would sit out if I was Zeke, I never thought he was going to sit out, and I just I like Kamara more than I like him. Um, I don't know why I just. Kamar just that that sexy pick for me and I think he's gonna carry me to the ship yeah more pass catching yeah yeah drama you got anything to add all right uh so the 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 one thing I wasn't sure about was Thielen because I I just don't know what's gonna happen with the Minnesota offense um I think they're I think they want to run the ball uh which is why I'm actually pretty excited about Dalvin Cook this year. But because of that, I'm kind of down on Thielen and Diggs, at least compared to to what they've done the past two years. So um, I I don't know what's going to happen there. I don't think anybody does. But, yeah, Thielen, it's just a solid pick. So, um, yeah, I get it. Yep, yep, yep. All right. Uh, yeah, so drama has looks like he's locked off. Um <laughs> All right, so I got to pull up. So we are on to the top five. Got to pull these teams up. Uh, all right, number five. The, the supercomputer himself. The dog abides. Uh, dog. Which, funny, because half the people submitted their rankings as pros, and then half the people submitted their rankings as dogs. So when, when I was doing it in Excel and searching, it like it was just confusing. But uh, we got through it. Um, so dog went QB early. He grabbed Mahomes. Um, he started Michael Thomas and went Dalvin Cook, which Dalvin Cook is probably uh, – if I had to pick like a – I don't know if sleeper is the right word, but if I had to pick a like a, a mid – tier running back that I think could lead the league in rushing it, it would probably be Dalvin Cook like he's the guy that I think this time next year could be a top five pick um, if he stays healthy so uh, I, I don't know Marvin Jones isn't doing for me um, I think Calvin Ridley's gonna have a good year so overall solid team you know he's got a good tight end he's got a good quarterback or a great quarterback um, solid RB1 solid receiver uh, this is just 
dog went by. He took he took ADP when it came to him, and this is this is how he does it. Yeah, um, I guess if you're high on Calvin Ridley and Marvin Jones, I guess I, re- I really like Calvin Cook and and, and uh, I don't know, bro. Like you're expecting a lot out of Philip Lindsay, especially when they had this Royce Freeman hype. I mean, Moncrief has been in the league for years. I don't know. I forget where I ranked dog. Let me double check that again. Uh, let me see. I think you had him at five. Four. Yeah. I guess. I don't have a lot to say about his team. I don't really like dog. <laughs> <laughs> JK. I'm just kidding. Uh, he, he's not listening anyways. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I'm not I'm not crazy about Philip Lindsay either, which uh leads us into our next team at number four, the other side of that, the Royce Freeman owner. Juju know what I'm saying. Uh, oh wow, they got Juju pretty high. Suggs coming in at four. So Suggs, I I I'll give him credit. He put together a pretty sexy team. Um he started Juju, then he went Tyreek, uh, grabbed Edelman, I think, in the probably Edelman and Landry, and then, or no, maybe McGovern, but he's got the two rookie running backs, David Montgomery, Miles Sanders. Um, I, I have some thoughts on him, but what, what do you think? I, uh, I think his team is trash. It's trash. It should be down there with Le'Veon, Ring Me a Bell, or whatever the fuck it's called. Um, I like Juju. I like Juju. I like Lamar. I even like Tyreek. But after that, even though I'm high on David Montgomery, until we see him in action, he's kind of right there with Miles Sanders. And Miles Sanders is the third string running back right now. Uh, Greg Olson is trash. He's washed up in trash. Jarvis Landry, to me, I think he was so good in situations where they're always losing. He's the only person to throw to, and and they're coming from behind. So it's like that Allen Robinson season with the with the with the Jags. Of course, you're going to get a lot of stats, but now you saw regression from him last year. Okay, um, but now you add. I'm, we'll get to this in a minute. I think Nick Chubb is going to be a stud. He's going to be that person that is going to be in a top three conversation come next year. So I think he's their number one option, period. Then you got Odell because he's the number one receiver. And then like he falls in that, that range of like Njoku and himself. So, and Rashard Higgins as well. Like they, they just have so many weapons. He's not good enough to stand out on such a, good, a talented team that's going to put up points. Yeah. I don't I don't think so. He's the he's the type of guy who is a better football player than he is a fantasy football player. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and with this whole LaShawn McCoy thing, he's hype about it. Uh and I would be too if he was on my team, but I, I really think it's gonna be an RBBC committee. Um or RBBC. So I mean I yeah, had- it's a it's a nice like diamond to find in the rough i mean i don't know about diamond it's a nice like it's like finding like a like a five dollar bill on the street you know that you thought was a piece of paper because the guy goes from buffalo to to kansas city and you got him in the 10th round or whatever so it's better than nothing um this team 
reminds me of my team from last year in the sense that, uh, which overall, a note for these rankings. So if everybody remembers, uh, my team is voted by the people either number two or number three last year and came in last place. So let's not take these rankings too seriously. Uh, Aha, good point. Um, but I took Royce Freeman and Alex Collins who coming in, in the fourth and fifth round who coming into the year, everyone was excited similarly to how he's taking David Montgomery and Miles Sanders. Not mm-hmm. that I don't think those dudes are good, but like you said, they're in backfields that have three people that I think are going to have a role. And the difference between three people and two people, like that extra just concentration is a big difference. Um, Philly will be so good. They're going to be able to move the ball around. I think that both Miles Sanders and David Montgomery, when both those teams are in the actual NFL playoffs, will probably be great and be good in the second half of the year. But, you know, what does he do if the first game of the year – Miles Sanders and David Montgomery only get like eight or nine touches, you know? And, like, I, and I, can, I can see that because we're forgetting Mike Davis is with the Bears too, right? Yeah, Mike Davis, uh, Tariq Cohen. I mean, the, the game opens up on Thursday night and they're playing the Packers. Uh, I mean, it's at home, but let's say they get down two touchdowns early or something like that. I have a feeling that, I mean, they're going to bring out Tariq Cohen and try to throw the ball a little bit. So, um, not that David Montgomery can't catch the ball, but we, we just don't know. Um, right. So I think it is more uncertain than, than everyone thinks to assume he's, you know, a top five team. Um, with all that said, uh, I think Juju is going to lead the league in receiving. Uh, he's, my right. number one, he's my number one receiver. Yeah, I, I agree with that as well. I'm very high on Juju. Um, he's going he's, he's, he's to be in that uh, Hopkins conversation next year, I think. Yeah, so catches everything. I I group this team very similar to Nash's team, where um, you know for Nash he needs those two receivers to come through. Suggs, if the receive if these two running backs just hit the ground running, then his team's gonna be really fucking good. Um, but we just don't know. So uh, a bit of hesitation on my part. Um, oh. All right. <laughs> for the record, I have Juju. You know what I'm saying? Rank eleven. <laughs> Fuck on that, sucks. All right, nice, nice. Uh, all right, number three. Um, the man who probably hates my team more than anyone has actually messaged me privately about it just to let me know. Uh, El Padrino, Tim. <laughs> the people have voted him number three. Um, he got a – he got it – to break the right way after the draft, uh, getting to with what happened to Duke Johnson. So that is always, that always helps. Uh, I think it kind of bailed him out of the Melvin Gordon pick. Um, but he starts DeAndre Hopkins and Mike Evans. Uh, what do you think of El Padrino? Uh, big key is going to be that Mike Evans. Um, what I'm, I think Mike Evans will be good. Uh, Arians likes to throw down the field. I don't know why I'm just getting that feeling that he's going to be injured all year. I don't know why. He's been having like a thousand yard seasons every year. I think this is just that season that, you know what? Mike Evans shows us his true colors. Um, but overall, I had, think I had Tim ranked six in, 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 the, in, the, in, the, in the pack. Like I said, one, one through about 10 was about, one through about nine was about the same. Um, Josh Jacobs, uh, we're always going to wonder about those rookie running backs until they hit the ground. 
until we see their first game. So I'll have a, a little bit better judgment of him come that time, but they have a very tough defensive schedule to open up the game. I think their first five games against top 10 defenses, and then they hit the bye. Uh, Duke Johnson. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. When when whenever somebody come whenever a running back comes into like a a, situ, a season and they're not like the guy, and then they bring in somebody else to help them out, it never sits well with me. So I'm like, all right, he'll be good for football, but I don't know how good for fantasy. Um, I'm I really like Mike Williams this year though. I think that people forget that he was a top six pick in the in the actual NFL draft, and He's just been hauled by injuries. And, and then when he finally got going last year, he was a stud. So I think he's a, a Keenan Allen ding away from being a top 10 uh, wide receiver. Yeah. And we've seen what Will Fuller can do if he stays healthy. Um, that's just the big question mark for him right now. So Tim's yeah, got a very good team. Tim's got a very good team. Um, I think the people that I put ahead of him, I – I have my reasonings for it, but like I said, it's it's all very close up until like you uh, Suggs and, and Tron. <laughs> yeah, and so t- this is the the top three is the beginning of like the top tier. So these next three teams, based on where everyone has them, is all grouped pretty tight. Um, I will say, I, Josh Jacobs doesn't do it for me. Um, I mean, he he had what like a hundred carries last year, like yeah. he. At Alabama, I get it. It's Alabama, but he was never able to take control of the backfield. Um, he wasn't. He was like a walk-on at Alabama. I just the guy has. I don't get how he made the jump to being a first-round pick. Like, I, the fact I think it's it's helped by the fact that the Raiders are a little crazy. Uh, so, are if we're. I am not trusting the Raiders to make good decisions, which makes me think maybe this was a bad decision. Um, so he could be fueled by volume, but um, I mean, who, what, what are you going to do if he fumbles the first carry of the season? Like Gruden's, his, Gruden's going to cut him or do something crazy. Like <laughs> we just, we have no idea. Uh, but it, even Tim's bench, he, he gives himself a couple like a couple solid options, um, you know, Darius guys, the residents are going to suck, but maybe they're just going to pound guys the whole time. Um, if Melvin Gordon ever does come back, that's nice to have on your bench. Hmm. Uh, so the fact that, yeah, Duke Johnson really bailed him out. Um, otherwise you're looking at uh, Josh Jacobs with, as a big question mark in your RB one, but uh, I see it. Yeah. And I, I think DeAndre Hopkins is awesome. Um, yeah. All right, number two. Uh, so this team is our previous guest, Poppy's Angels. Uh, and I think this team is a perfect example of are we ranking week one or are we ranking a team that we will win or that we think will win the championship? When I look at this, I see his team and I'm like, you know, awesome team for week one uh do i have any confidence that they will be left be left intact by the end of the season uh i would probably say no but so he started nick chubb um or no sorry started Devonte adams got nick chubb in the second round i think nick chubb should have been a first round pick 
Um, and then got Leonard Fournette in the third. So, uh, what do you think? Yeah. Um, I've always been very low on Leonard Fournette. And then the closer we got to the draft, I was higher and higher and higher. I just didn't have the balls to take him at the top of the third. But if he can stay healthy and they have a whole new regime coming in to try to, you know, change that offense and, and get him back to where they were two years ago, I think Fournette's a stud. But he's got to stay healthy. He's got to stop the – I mean, granted, he did have a, a fight on the field with Buffalo last year. That's, that's an anomaly. Um, but Chubb, where he got him in the second is almost as – I thought it was almost as surprising as where I got Kelsey in the second. I, yeah. I, do, I do think Chubb should be a first-round pick. and I think he'll be that guy, like you were talking about, Dalvin Cook, top three guy, top five guy come the end of the year and will be one of those running backs that are showing with CMC and Zeke next year. Um, the Adams Rogers stack, I think is going to be great. I think we're going to see a much different Packers team, a, a Packers team that really lets Aaron flourish and not just let him flourish by throwing the ball 24 seven, but by using the running backs. And I think that that is the best way to get the most out of Aaron is to use the running backs and let him do the play action. Because at that point, if you're, if you're a step behind any of his throws, he's going to eat you up. <clears throat> so I like, I like that. Um, I think that those are studs. Then you follow Nick Chubb and Fournette and they have the ability to be studs. And I'm very high on Chris Carson this year. Um, Same. I think, I think a great pick in the fourth round. Yeah. I, I think that the Seahawks, revert back to more of their history of ground and pound. They finally got, got their guys coming into the season healthy. Um, I think Chris Carson is going to get a huge workload, um, which leaves like Vance McDonald and Robbie Anderson. If you're tight in and you're, you're flexed to, I guess it's Sterling Shepard. I hate, I do hate Sterling Shepard, but I mean, okay, I do like the Jets offense. So you can put Sterling Shepard in your WR2 and then you have like Vance McDonald and Sterling Shepard the only two players you have to worry about. I kind of like that, you know, because, I mean, nobody has a full complete team, especially the way we draft these days. So yep. if two, if you have only two question marks and the rest of your team is pretty much two years ago could have been all first rounders. Devontae Adams, Nick Chubb, Leonard Fournette could have all been first rounders in any given scenario. Um, I, I think there's a lot of, there's a lot of upside with that. Hashtag. Yeah, I agree. This is a um I think I yeah, I draw him as my number one team. So um I, I'm pretty high on him as well. I like I said, I just think coming into week one, like with no health concerns and all of the guaranteed volume of those running backs. Um and I don't know if the Jets and the Giants are gonna be any good, but those Robbie Anderson and Sterling Shepard are in theory their number one receivers. So uh it at least it it bakes in some some floor of targets so uh the champ in a good position um all right number one so this this was definitely the uh the most universally uh respected team i guess you could say the lowest ranking uh that digs in a blanket uh, brad had was five by him by himself um he voted himself number five so, I, and it looks like you did as well, actually. Um, so, yep. I, I did have Chad right there, number five. Yep. So, everybody else had him. Um, 
either one, two, three, or four. So yeah, the people like it. And I think it's because, uh, and if you care, compare him and drama's team, uh, I think people feel warm and fuzzy when they look at a roster and particularly the flex spots, they see running backs or names that they recognize or names uh-huh. that they consider to be a starter. So you see it with drama's team as having three starting running backs uh, with Brad's team. You see David Johnson, you see Todd Gurley, um, you see Tevin Coleman. And I think it's in P- it's safe in people's brains. Mm-hmm. Um, but what do you think? All right. So starting at the top, very, very low on David Johnson this year. Um, I think that had you not bring in a new quarterback and you not bring in a new coach, that David Johnson's sitting right in that range where, like, Leonard Fournette is this year. Because he let a lot of people down going over that overall – number one overall pick. I don't – I'm not a I'm not, I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan. And I don't think that offense like, – people forget, like – the line is very important, and the Cardinals have one of the worst lines in the league. Like, if you even watch these preseason games where these DNs are just flying off the ball, Kyle Murray doesn't have a chance. I don't care how fast he is. If your line can't give you some type of space, you're, you're, you're done. You're done. And I, don't, I think that I – think, I think David Johnson, he needs Bruce Arians. He needs Bruce Arians, and Cliff Kingsbury is far from it. So when you see that coupled – with with arguably so this is why people are so hot on his team is because he had the one two last year like David Johnson and Gurley went one two. I'm not told on Gurley if his knee if you have arthritic knees dog like come on yeah you you're a running back you can't have arthritic arthritic knees and be a top tier running back that's that's ass backwards yeah. so I like Woods I like I like uh, I like Thielen more than Diggs because you you never know what you're going to get for Diggs throughout the entire season. Like, he's always great in spurts, but I'm always scared to draft him. He also uh, sat out practice today with a mysterious injury that no one knows what it is. Yeah, and that, that's, that's that, that you said the Baldwin injury, the Keenan Allen injury, like shit like that going into the season where you're like, shit, how long is this going to last? Um I don't know. So I'm. I, I had him. At, I had Chad at five. Um, he always has a solid team. He's always there in in the uh, come down to the playoff hunt. But I I don't not sold on time. I'm not sold on the 49ers offense right now. Okay. Um, everybody likes Kyle Shanahan, but I, they're just a mess over there. Everybody's always injured. They can yeah. never just like Jimmy G's not as good. I don't think he's as good as people think he is. They're a fucking mess. I do like the Alshon Jeffrey flex, but as much as I do like that, let's rewind. I I don't like his running backs. I don't like his running backs. And if we're talking about full season, when it comes down to playoff time, old arthritic knees, either he's not going to be there come playoff time or he's not going to be there as much during the regular season as you thought he was going to be. Yeah, there's no way Gurley can play a full season. Like, they're either if he does, uh, it, the Rams are going to be giving him 10 touches a game. Like he's going to be their third down back and their goal line back, which is honestly how I think they should use him. Uh, I think it's probably the best way to save him. And then 
roll them out when you need them in close games. But I think their line and the other backs that they have are probably good enough to like to do the dirty work. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I like I like OJ Howard though. Um, of all the young, the young tight tight ends, um, from everything everyone says, he's an athletic freak. Uh, Tevin Coleman was is now listed as uh, the number two on the depth chart. So, look, coming into this week, going against Diggs in a blanket with Tevin Coleman now number two on the depth chart. We don't know what we're gonna get from Gurley. Uh, yeah, Diggs is hurt. The Rams are traveling across country to play Carolina in what I think will be a shootout. Oh, Lightning ain't scared. 12 versus one. Bring it on. Bring it on. All right. That's all I got. We went on longer than we thought, but uh, I'm excited for the season. I'm excited, I'm excited too, man. I'm excited. excited. To, to stop talking and just, just watch some – just inject red zone into me. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I, I – uh... That's why I needed this trip to Chicago. We took a nice trip to Chicago. Uh, I stayed out of the thread. I just, you know, I focused on the present because, you know, uh, like like we saw, I've been saying this whole episode, it's a lot of speculation going on. And motherfuckers think that they're better than they are, okay? So everybody has their opinion, and they're entitled to that opinion. But, you know, I'm tired of all the talk, okay? I'm ready to put the underbite out on the field and get it going. All right, let's do it. I'll see you next week. Later, bro.